Welcome to Podcast Hosts Player episode 113. I'm one of your hosts, Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man who deserves no intro this week. It's bloody Dan. Bonjour. Bonjour. How are you, Monsui? I don't um, speak French. No, it's fine. <laughs> Everyone knows. I'm good. You good? Yeah. You good? Yeah, I am dandy. Oh, don't. No energy, come on. Nah, there's not enough energy, it's like no. 20 past 8. You, you can't peak like 15 seconds in and expect me to sort of match that, it's, it's not going to happen. I'm Talk spent. about something interesting and maybe you'll get me back on board. But... I, have, I have noticed, you tend to start off on a podcast like quite lethargic and then by the end you're bouncing off the walls. <laughs> yeah, Just as it's... we're getting ready to say, what's coming up on the channel? <laughs> yeah, well then, I've, I've got things to talk about then. You've inspired me, you're my muse. Ah, oh, thanks. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of muse, nothing muse related, that was stupid. Um, would you well, like some news? Do you know what you could have done? You could Matt have gone, Bellamy. Speaking of muse, by the way, I mean news. Or oh, yeah. You could have no. turned it to a muse news, you know, this week on the muse. I don't know. Shall we do the news? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, in its debut week, Uncharted The Lost Legacy has finally taken the UK chart's top spot from Crash Bandicoot's Insane Trilogy. The action-adventure game becomes the sixth PlayStation exclusive to debut at number one this year. According to sales monitor Chart Track, Crash has been on top for five weeks running and seven weeks in total. The latest Uncharted adventure launched last week to critical acclaim. I've brought it. Um, I haven't actually managed to play it as much as I hoped, but it's already pretty fucking good. Um, I will say, I'm not going to do a review because I haven't finished it, um, but if you don't like Uncharted, you probably won't like this. Yeah. But if you do like Uncharted, you'll really like it. Yeah, that's pretty much the tagline for every Uncharted game so far. If well, you like the one before it, you'll like this one too. My minor niggles so far, I'm not that far in, I'm probably in about like an hour and a bit in. Um, but so far, the big like spectacle pieces I've already done in Uncharted 4, <laughs> so they're not as uh, like, and most Uncharted where something's falling and I've got to slide down as things are falling and jump off at the last yeah, minute yeah. to another building. Um, oh, I don't know, I haven't played it, but yeah, I'm sure it's good. Plus, Oculus has got a, a sale on at the moment, it's like 599 Well. Uh, sorry, uh, 5 sorry, yeah. it's got a sale on. Do you know why, Dan? 300 price, 300 pounds, pounds drop. I haven't actually included this in the news, but HTC are selling their VR stuff. To someone who can take it further? Um, I don't know, I didn't look into it. I literally saw it just before we started the podcast. Mm. Um, but they're looking into selling off all their VR property. Well, maybe they've... I don't know, it depends on if they just think we can't take this any further than we already have done. Um, and we think someone else can make the next iteration and it'll be amazing um, or they've just gone it worked while it, it, it while it lasted and we'll sort of call it quits before there's a spiral downwards and we lose mm. all our money on it well the the new Microsoft headsets are now um, being I'm not sure if they're, they're not consumer ready yet but they are going to developers and stuff um, but it's called mixed reality and um, essentially it's a mixture of VR and AR. Okay. Sounds pretty cool, but. But surely. But if it's AR. Yeah. Then it can't be VR. Because if it's VR, then you're in a completely different reality. I'm assuming. AR warps your reality. Because the headset looks like a VR headset. Right. Um, so you can't see the room? Possibly not, unless there are like. There's another camera set up. Well, so, that sounds outrageous. So you'd have your cameras set up in the room. Like, like scans the room or something. Yeah, and then you can see that in your head. Uh, I'm guessing. I'll, I don't know. I genuinely haven't I looked into it. I foresee many, many accidents if that's the case because people will trip over legs or there'll be a, a wire on the floor that the camera is... You know, one thing that Microsoft is absolutely famous for and gets right every time, it's their Power camera. bricks. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, um, but, I mean, I don't know. Like I say, this is literally... I skimmed an article and went, oh, that sounds cool. 
and then yeah, I, I don't know, something to touch on as and when we've got more information I think yeah um, probably be expensive though well obviously so that's something else to look forward to anyway speaking of Xbox Dan um, it may come as little or no surprise but Microsoft has now officially confirmed it has ceased production of the original Xbox One model um, a spokesperson told Rolling Stone's Glitzel that it stopped making the original Xbox One models last summer when the Xbox One S model came out Quote, as it's typical for the console industry, we stopped manufacturing the original Xbox One when we introduced the Xbox One S. Um, of course, you'll still be able to find original Xbox One models in stores and online, but there will be no more units being produced. So once this stock has run out and you want to buy an Xbox, you'll have to buy an S or an X. Or a second-hand one. Or yeah, a second-hand one, but they'll be, yeah. they're not making any. They haven't made any um, big fat radiator ones for a while. Yeah. Um, hardly surprising, really, considering they're going to have to keep two consoles afloat, and there's no point yeah. having the older one. No, not if they're trying to push the other one. Yeah. Um, the X. However, Dan, Gamescom has been and gone this week, uh, past weekend. Uh, yeah, it has, yeah. And um, hands on with the Xbox One X has been pretty positive. I don't. I can't, nice. I can't foresee anything being wrong with it. Because I think I think it's going to be fine. It's um, just going to fall down in the same way that the Xbox One did. There's not going to be I, enough for it. Well, according to oh, and I really wish I'd wrote his name down. Some Xbox guy has nice. said they don't need first-party games um, because they will offer the best multi-format experience. Which I disagree. <laughs> I disagree with Sorry. completely. <laughs> they will offer the best multi-format experience. Yeah. But then if it's multi-format, then everyone's having their own experience. Yeah. Right? I'm assuming it will load faster and look better than it than does PC? on PlayStation yeah. and Switch. I mean, again, you're already <laughs> sort of like, you, you again, you're dipping your toe in the sort of like, well, is it going to be better than a PC that I could buy now? Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> it's going to be the answer. Well, there was... Um, but then if, you, if you're saying that we've got the best... You know, we're not going to make any more first-party games or we're just going to limit the amount or restrict them or whatever. Um, so we're only going to have sort of like... The, the main focus is going to be on third-party content, see Battlefronts and your Call of Duties and Battlefront yeah, yeah. and whatever. FIFA. Um, so buy an Xbox One X because you'll have the best experience in order to do that. So if you're if that's the, 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 the road you're going down, if that's what you're pushing for, then you're basically trying to get everyone to buy an Xbox One X. Which is what you should have been doing in the first place. Well, yeah. Because um, surely the better way of doing that is saying, well, look at all this sweet first-party content that you can't play on a PlayStation or a Switch or a PC. You have to buy an Xbox One yeah. X for, and then make people buy it that way. Yeah. Why well, do you think the Switch sold out so ridiculously fast? Yeah. <laughs> because everybody wanted Zelda. Because you can't play it anywhere else. Exactly. Legally. And that makes sense. Because um, you just go, well, I, I can't physically buy it on anything else, so I have to buy one of those. I'm a massive Mario or Zelda fan or whatever. So I'll get I'll get one of those, but then if they say we're only going to do or we're only going to focus on third party, so anything you can have for literally anything else, we do it better. Yeah. Except for the PC. Well, that's a different bloody kettle of fish altogether. I don't think they're going to stop first party um, exclusivities. Um, I think they will possibly chase more and try and get more first party developers on Microsoft. Um, so I mean, PlayStation's got a massive list of first-party um, publishers, uh, developers. Sorry. Um, obviously, Nintendo's got Nintendo. Um, my biggest concern is, I genuinely, I mean, I've got an Xbox One, um, so I'm not biased or anything like that. But as a present, there is nothing on Xbox that makes me go, I really need to get an Xbox. No, and not yet. The, and the fact that a lot, if not all, um, first-party Xbox games are available on PC, PC as yeah. well. Um, and the new Halo game is exclusive to Mixed Reality headset. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I don't know whether that will remain a thing or whether that will literally be, this is the newest Halo game we're doing. Uh, might not be an official Halo game, might just be like a fun VR game. Um, I imagine there will be one. Of some kind. Yeah, I imagine there's, there, there's going to be a new Halo, Halo Six for Xbox One X and PC. 
Um, if they do, I tell you what, if they do Halo Six for the PC, I'll probably get that. I reckon they will. Because I do like a bit of Halo, but um, it's again, it's not something I'm going to go out and buy a console for. Have, have you played anything it, after three though? <laughs> yeah, I played four. I played uh, Reach. I played. I did play ODST. Um, I've got Spartan Assault. Um, Halo Wars. Halo Wars Two. I need to get that as well because that looks fucking awesome. Um, five. Uh, no, five I didn't play. Oh, actually, I think I did a, a little bit of yours. Or was that? I think uh, no, 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 that, was, that was. We played the Master, Master Chief collection. collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I haven't played five. No. It's all right. It's not the best one, but it is pretty good. Um, but again, I wouldn't buy. Me, me personally, I wouldn't buy an Xbox for Halo. I wouldn't buy an Xbox for Gears of War. As good of games as they are, I don't see people dropping the money to. To get the console purely for the games, like they would the Switch and Zelda. And it depends. Mario I mean, and there's, there's people who enjoy Gears of War or Forza and stuff like that mm. in the same way that people really enjoy Zelda. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, so I... they'll say, "Well, I, I want to play Forza." And Forza, don't get me wrong, some of the like the sort of the multiplayer racing tracks and stuff on Forza look fucking sweet. Yeah, but you can basically just have like I don't know, like 15 people, or however many people you can have in a, a race at one time. And you've got one person in a jeep, one person in an ambulance, one person in a limo, one person in an F1 car, <laughs> and you just sort of just just bomb around. I mean, it looks it looks pretty fun, but it's it's it, it's just interesting for a racing game. It's, yeah. it's not. But that that being again, that, that, I agree. That, that's just my thing. Um, but you, you know, when you when you start seeing sort of really interesting, like if they said like Star Wars thirteen thirteen only going to be on Xbox. I'd buy an Xbox. Exactly. <laughs> because <laughs> that's, that's just something we just like, oh shit, well, like, I mean, like the original Mass Effect, I think that was only on the, um... Xbox 360. Uh, no, original Xbox. No, it wasn't on the original Xbox. Oh no, um, sorry, I'm thinking of my, because I've, I've had a second Xbox after mine died. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking of that with the, uh, removable hard drive thing. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah, so I mean, that came out on Xbox. I think that was released on PC later. Yeah. Um, but then 2 and 3 were both on everything. Yeah. But, like, when I saw the sort of Mass Effect, because I, I got that from Mr. Chips, remember Mr. Chips and stuff? Oh, Mr. Chips. I bought the collector's edition for Mass Effect from there, and man, it blew my fucking penis off. But that's the thing, back in the, the original Xbox and the Xbox 360 days, at least for the first half of the 360's life, they was pushing out really interesting games. There was some pretty good ones, yeah. Um, there's a lot of unearthed games like that people never fucking played and stuff. Um, and like, like, as stupid as it was, fucking Viva Pinata. Viva Pinata was a fucking sweet game. Yeah. So where's that kind of innovation and stuff now? Give us like something different. I mean, people can complain. I mean, I I always stick up for Sony's first-party games because they're good. On the whole, that's yeah. that's just the general thing. Um, but then it, there will be people saying, "Yeah, but it's it's JRPGs and it's hack and slashes and this that and blah blah blah." But there is a lot. <laughs> there's a lot to choose from. There's a lot of different types of game. You've got platformers. You've got story-driven games. You've got action games. You've got RPGs. You've got JRPGs, uh, racing games. Basically, every genre is available that you can't play anywhere else. Yeah. Um, and the same for Nintendo, whereas Xbox, they started off with brilliant... The original Xbox was my favourite of that generation. Yeah, it was mint. It's so it. fucking good. It looked like a bag of turd balls, but it fucking oh, played... Oh, no, that controller was absolutely humongous. See, I hated... That was my favourite controller. I hated the Duke, but I, I did like the S controller. Um, oh, no, it's great. I, it, it, it almost felt like you should have, like, four analogue sticks on it. It was ridiculous. About 18 buttons. <laughs> it was more uncomfortable than the Dreamcast controller. Yeah, but, I mean, this is also, like, when you're, like, 16 years old, so, I mean, maybe now it wouldn't be quite so... It wouldn't feel quite so big. Well, they are doing um, a... Like, a new, updated Duke controller for the Xbox. Oh. I might, because um, I've... Like, like, as you know, um, I bought a, an Xbox... A day-one launch Xbox Elite... <laughs> Nightly, um, what's it called? Xbox, Xbox One, one. Control. <laughs> yeah, um, the one they've just stopped making. Um, I got a day one release controller for one of those second hand, and it's got this weird thing where it just keeps after about five seconds, the character just starts walking forward without me touching anything, which is really pissing me off. Um, 
so I'm kind of annoyed with that to be honest. Um, although if they do start releasing a, a big sort of original Xbox controller, I'd, I'd be tempted to buy that just to I would. Uh, <laughs> I have a new it. one. I, uh, no, it. I want so it like a big much. rubber ring. You know, some of the, like I want the analog sticks to be like joysticks. Like, like hold one in each hand and just be like, have him in. Like an Atari joystick. <laughs> yeah, almost. Yeah, but like with like with the uh, like the super sensitivity of like modern day controllers. Yeah, yeah. It, you know. it, might be, it might be better now we've grown up and we've got bigger hands, I guess. But um, bigger, yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> My um, yeah, I loved the original Xbox. It was such a good controller and. Uh, controller. It was such a good console, and it, I mean, it was the first console to have a built-in hard drive. You could store music on it. You could play your music in games. You had mm. brilliant games. Um, it was obviously the first console to do Knights of Republic, which was the first time I ever got to play that game. Um, fucking Psychonauts! Like so many good fucking games. Halo Two multiplayer. Halo I mean, Two kind of set the precedent, really. Well, Halo everything. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it was really, really good. And then the 360 came out, and yeah, it's like bloody. I remember getting. Um, I actually got a 360 Elite. Was my first 360. Um, but just getting to play games like like Condemned and Condemned Two, and um, obviously Fallout Three was on everything. But Fable uh, Two, the original Fable out on the original Xbox. Mm. Um, and loads of really good games. And then they brought the Connect in and kind of went tits under. And I don't. I, all I want them to do is not rehash stuff, but I want to. I want to go back to an era where I generally sit there and go, "Oh, do I get a PlayStation? Do I get an Xbox?" Instead of just going, "Well, up to yet, PlayStation hasn't let me down with the style of games that I like, so I'll get a PlayStation, <laughs> and then yeah. I've got an Xbox One later down the line." Um, but it it doesn't get turned on a lot. Got to be no. said. Um, I feel its pain. It's <laughs> I turn you on all the time. We are. Oh yeah, of course you did. Um, I just sent you a video. <laughs> oh yeah, of a, yeah. Of a, a band masturbating. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I got Rise of the Tomb Raider on Xbox One to ensure that I got to play it straight away. But had it come out on PS4 at the same time, I probably would have got it for PS4. Should have got it for PC. It's fucking sweet. Nah. I've, I've completed that game a bunch of times. I, need, I needed a game for my Xbox. <laughs> 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 uh, but no, I mean, the, the last genuinely innovative game that I've really fucking enjoyed that was exclusive to Xbox was Sunset Overdrive. Wow, that was a launch title. Uh, pretty Not quite, but pretty much. Um, everything else has been it's been good. Don't get me wrong, I've really, I have enjoyed what I've played on there. Um, but I mean, like, I got Mortal Kombat X... For Xbox One, but I only got that because James had it on um, Xbox as well, so we could play online. And also, at the time, I only had two controllers for the Xbox. <laughs> I didn't have two controllers for the PlayStation. Yeah. So there is that. So in a nutshell, what was we on about? Um, Xbox One X at Gamescom. Um, it was well received. A lot of people saying um, it looked great. But they wasn't blown away with what they saw, and then some people saying they was blown away with what they saw. So fifty-fifty on that. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I don't trust anything like that anyway. As soon as I see it myself, then I can make an opinion for me. Up until that point, though, some people like it, some people don't. Some yeah, people it's like it. Be the same with everything. You know, some will be sharks and some people don't. It doesn't really make any difference. It doesn't impact me. It's not going to sway my decision. If you like it, you like it. Precisely. That's so, why I, I, I hate people that just like this is better because of this, and it's not. <laughs> it's if you like it, that's fucking great. Yeah, except PC is better. It's not though, is it? Though? It, it, it is. Though, it's it? not. Yeah, it is. Unless unless you really really into getting the best that you can possibly get, then yeah, it definitely is. But if you just want to chill out and play some games, you're not really overly fussed about hair physics and stuff like that then there's really no need yeah you're speaking to me here yeah but you, you haven't broke you haven't broke into 4k yet so you're not getting the best that your pc can offer yeah but also 
is that going to be a point? Of course it will. Come November, when I'm sat watching my 65-inch 4K TV. <laughs> yeah, and I'll come around and go, I can't fucking notice the difference, because you you're not playing anything on 4K <laughs> yet, you dingbat. Yeah, got my NVIDIA Shield. Oh, brilliant. So all 4K. the games that have never even heard of 4K before. Oh, no, it's just going to be fucking movies, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and how many of them were filmed in 4K? That you're um, gonna be all watching? of them. All of them, yeah. Kung, Kung Fury, <laughs> Tomorrow Never Dies. First Contact. <laughs> First Contact, Aladdin. Uh, <laughs> Red Hot Babes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Ooh. yeah, so... I'm breaking into 4K at the end of the year. I'm probably going to get an Xbox One S purely for the uh, HDR bollocks. And I'll probably get a PS4 Pro at some point. And maybe down the line. Who knows? Also, new PC, so I won't care as much. <laughs> yeah, believe me, you, you really won't. Yeah. You'll sort of. There won't be a question anymore. You'll just be sort of like, eh, whatever's cheap. <laughs> yeah. Don't, that's the thing though, I like having the options that Uncharted to come out, I'm going to get it, it's fine. Let's play something on Steam, fine. Let's play something on the Xbox, <laughs> that's fine. And until October 20-something, when Mario Odyssey comes out, I will then get a Switch. Yeah. And enjoy. See, the Switch is, I'm still sort of on the fence with the Switch, to be honest. Definitely going to get one. Um... Obviously, there's going to be the new Pokemon game. Um, there is an, an official Pokemon proper RPG. Um, so that's going to be pretty cool. So, come October, I'll be able to play all the brilliant Switch games like Zelda and Mario Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, all two of them. <laughs> so instead of buying a Switch day one... You just, uh, just rent it for a weekend and just complete them. Yeah. <laughs> well... My friend Damien um, got a Switch day one, and he loved it, and he fi- but he finished Zelda and stuff, and he actually said a few weeks ago, he's like, I kind of wish I hadn't bought one, because I've only got a Zelda. Yeah, you've you kind of got to let it, the, the market catch up with you. Well, you, know, you need to have stuff behind it. That's a, the, they're the kind of people I don't understand, in that a lot of the games that are out at the minute, when you've got Mario Kart 8, like Deluxe, um, obviously Splatoon 2. Um, Zelda, uh, there is a few other stuff as well um, but obviously if you had a Wii U and stuff you've already played Splatoon, I know this, it's a sequel but um, Mario Kart 8 is just like the game of the year edition basically, so if you've already played them then there's no point getting them, but like, I mean Damien never had a Wii U so he's never played Mario Kart 8 um, he hadn't played Splatoon, so all he's got is Zelda and it's like, you could have just bought the other two games could have picked him up cheap enough now. Um, and he was on about getting rid of it, and I was like, well, Mario's out in October. He's like, ah, it's fine, I can wait for Mario. <laughs> so, well, he got over that quickly. <laughs> but, um, no, I think I think the Switch will be a, a genuine, worthwhile purchase. Um, most people I know um, who've got one are, are still happy with it. Um, when I, the, the times I've played on it, I've really enjoyed it. It's comfortable, looks nice, plays well. Um, so for the it's reasonably expensive for the price, but I suppose in a year, two years time, it, I mean, it's got the the catalogue to back it up. Won't be yeah, so much of a true. problem. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't look as expensive when it's sat next to an Xbox One X, which obviously is a hundred times more powerful. <laughs> but yeah, again, the Switch has got the will have the games, so we need they need to make sure the Xbox has got the games. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a professional. I'm just awesome. <laughs> and neither. I am neither. Um anyway, um Dan started a new thing. Um pastime. This okay. past a possible pastime maybe if it goes on long enough. Yeah. Um like a national sport maybe. Maybe a national a cultural pastime. Yeah, exactly. But we're hyping this up. <laughs> it's not like cool. Um what are you doing, Dan? I joined a, a D&D group hmm. um, for the uninitiated and the non-call. That's the uh, Dungeons & Dragons group. Yeah. You can edit in like a fanfare or something there and people going... 
That'll do. Dungeon that's, and that's... Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I wish I'd filmed it. it do you know what, right? Let Joking me... aside, it was really fucking good. Can I just say, before you um, enlighten us onto the, the highs and lows of Dungeon Dragons... Oh, I don't fucking know. I, I, was, I was very sceptical about this. I was like, yeah, nerds, whatevers. But then I found out it's Star Wars Dungeons and Dragons. No, this one isn't. What? No, that's just an option for it. No! <laughs> I thought that's this, what you are doing. No, 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 this is just sort of like, we're doing like, a, basically, because there was like, there's me and uh, there was our party. There was, so there was five of us all together. There was one who was the, the, the dungeon master who basically came up with the story, uh, reading it from the, because um, we were basically working for like a starter kit. So this is that that's the sort of thing you should like the core rule book. It gives you some like pre-made characters and you know a general set of dice and all that kind of stuff. Basically, just to say if you if you're thinking you might be into it, you buy one of them. It's sort of like a cheap version of some you know just sort of the bog standard basics, like vanilla Minecraft basically. <laughs> and then like when you start adding in like the Star Wars stories and stuff, that's those are your mods, you know, so you can kind of change uh, things up as you go along. If that makes sense. Could you have a dragon in it? So like you could be like a. a a great Jedi fighting a dragon. Well, no, because I mean the the universes translate over. Oh. so it's not like I'm you're, out again. <laughs> you're with a bard and a gnome and an elf and then Sith. <laughs> oh right, that's not, that's not how it works. No, you don't just sort of drop in characters that have got special powers from other universes. Oh, it's like well, I'm like flying on the Normandy from Mass Effect. <laughs> uh, but we just sort of just it was just a basic you know starters kit, pretty much really. Um, but there was there was a few of us there who were noobs, you know, and we just sort of, you know, people have been talking about it. I've watched Stranger Things. I love the idea of it. I think it's, you know, I'm both me and you. We both did performing arts when we were um, in, in college. So one of my absolute favourite lessons there was uh, improv. Yeah. Um, so and this is basically the epitome of, you know, your rather than you know something like The Witcher say. You, you you still you're limited by however many, however many mechanics you know that the, the game has to employ for you to be able to interact with things, but you can't do literally whatever you want. Whereas with this, you have got that option, so you can say, "Well, I'll, I'll kill my teammate," and you can just do literally whatever you want. But you know the, the sort of the general unspoken consensus is that you're sort of working for the common goal, really, unless you know some sort of shady characters or whatever. Mm. So, in our little party, um, I won't go into everyone's details, in fact I can't fucking remember them all, um, but I'm uh, now level two, ding ding, leveled up, um, level one uh, rogue halfling, so basically like a hobbit, right? Um, but like a hobbit that's like uh, a criminal. Six foot so tall. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's still, it's still uh, a, little, a little fella, um, called Trictus, obviously, gotta be Trictus. Um, Always, and we were basically given a mission at the start. So a little dwarf guy had said, "Okay, there's this cart of goods, basically like a, a courier mission, right? So there's a cart of goods here with a big ox that's pulling it along. All I'll pay you all ten gold each just to get this to wherever it needs to go." So we're just like, "Right, nice one, easy money, off we go." All jumped on. I went on to the top because I've got a little short sword and I've got a little short bow. But I've got pretty decent distance on them, um, and they, they both do, you know, some pretty good. But because I'm a thief and sort of got, you know, like a massive criminal background, I've got kind of loads of like stealth bonuses and stuff. So like my stealth is through the roof compared to everybody else's. Um, so I nipped up on top of the cart, so I'm just sort of tucked away. Going on down, a bunch of goblins jump out the uh, the trees, right? So we sort of break formation. All people sort of running into the front to sort of smash them up a little bit. I'm still perched on the top, sort of hidden behind a little bit of wood or whatever that's on the top, you know, from the back of the seat maybe. Um, I'm popping out, taking pot shots, missed every one of them. Literally every <laughs> one of them. So people had gone in and like one of them had thrown a javelin through some guy's balls and pinned him to a tree and killed him. Um, so I was useless in that first battle. And then there was, um, because someone's, the, the, the goblet, there's like language options and things as well. So like if you're a certain race, you can understand certain languages, or if you're quite educated, then you can learn more language, or you, you know more languages, or whatever. Yeah, cool. So this little goblin starts talking in like common tongue, which is just, you know, whatever everybody speaks sort of thing. Um, 
but he's a bit of an idiot. So we can't get any information from him. So whilst everyone's deciding what to do, I'm just like, we'll just kill him. <laughs> because, I, I, you know, I've got a criminal background. In, I know I can't trust people like this. If we let him go, he's only going to go and tell whoever the fuck it was that ambushed. Because basically it was like two dead horses in the road covered in arrows. Right. Um, so we were just like, okay, what the fuck happened here? So we went into sort of like detective mode, trying to figure it out. Um, so they were just like, okay, well, so they knocked him out, so he didn't have to listen to us discussing what we were, what we were going <laughs> to physically do with him. Um, and we've got like one guy, he's like a, a, a preacher sort of thing, like cleric. So he's like a man of God, and he's just like, well, you know, from a moral standpoint, I can't just we can't just execute him because that's against, you know, God or whatever, the or the gods. Um, and then there was someone else who was just like, well, that's a bit harsh, you know, we can just let him go, or we can try and get information from him. And then someone else was just like, no, I think we should kill him as well. So I was just like, look, I, you know, I'm the criminal, I'm the bad guy, um, I'll I'll take the hit, and I will, I'll execute him, and everyone else can just busy themselves doing something else. <laughs> so the the DM was just like, okay, so, yeah, all right, fine. He's unconscious, you, can't, you don't need to roll, like, to see if you land the hit or whatever. He's yeah. unconscious, you definitely kill him. Um... So you, you know, you come up and you quickly, cleanly slice his throat. And I was like, no, that's not how I killed him. <laughs> I was just like, no, I, what I did is I pushed him on his back. Like, bear in mind that, you know, Goblin's sort of like, what, four or five foot tall? You know, if you're thinking yeah, sort of like yeah. Harry Potter, sort of, you know, the bank Goblin things. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hobbit, roughly the same sort of size, right? So I pushed this guy on his back, get my sword out, put it against the, uh, like the top of his collarbone. You know where his where his windpipe is, and just slowly just push that all the way through until I get to his uh, his spine, and just watch him gurgle and bleed out on his own. And everyone's just like, "Oh right, okay." <laughs> so yeah, you just literally sadistically murdered him. I was just like, "Look, I've been here before. I know these motherfuckers, and we're not we're not dealing with this shit, right?" So we finished up there. We didn't get anything from him. Um, but we, we noticed that there was a, a path basically where they come from. So go up the path, um, get to a, a sort of like a river and a cave. Um, and there's a, because the river, it's, you know, I'm a little little dude, um, you know, only sort of like three foot tall. That's how tall I am. So a little midge. Um, so one of the big knights, the paladin, um, he was just like, I'll tell you what, you can jump on my back, like on my, like Logan would around your fucking neck, yeah, <laughs> like on your shoulders. And I was like, "Well, it's a bit humiliating, but sure, let's do it." Just so we didn't get like pulled away with the tide or anything. The irony of like a six foot three man having to jump up on somebody else's shoulders. I know, yeah, it's great. <laughs> so we're crossing the river, and then as we're crossing the river, we notice that there's two goblins sort of like chilling on the other side of the river. Um, so by the time we get to the other side, um. I'm within range, like because everyone's got like um, you know a certain amount of distance that they can move in their move action, and then you've got like a, an attack action and then a bonus action sort of thing. Right. So what I did was I was just like, right, I'm not having this. So before they can, I, we can't count because like my main strength comes from like a stealth attack. So if I'm in the shadow, basically if, if I'm attacking someone that doesn't know that I'm attacking them, um, more damage. I can, like, I, because I, I do like one d6 worth of damage as a dice. Yeah. So six is obviously the highest number, but I get to roll that twice, and that's on top of the actual damage. So I mean, basically, if I can pull off a successful sneak attack, I can wipe, like waste most sort of like low-level minions with like a single shot, right? Which is pretty cool. So I was just like, right, I'm, I'm not having this. We can't count this as a stealth roll. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do it as a an acrobatics roll because I've still got a pretty high score for that. So basically, stood up on this dude's um, shoulders, drew the sword out like above the head and just Assassin's Creed did one of them. <laughs> I got like I got a super high roll on it as well. So he basically was like, yeah, you kill him. <laughs> so he just went just smashed straight down onto this thing. Um, and then one of the guys at the back, he threw a javelin to take out the other one. Basically, it was going to be like a sweet sort of cinematic mo like movement. So as yeah. I was sort of like crushing the one, the, other, the javelin would fly over the top of me and hit the other one. But he fucked up on his roll, so he hit the guy that I was standing on in the back. Oh, fucking hell. So his sort of spear was just like hanging out the back of his arm. It didn't hurt him, luckily. Um, and then, luckily. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember what happened to the other one. I, I don't know. I think someone else might have just sort of come in and clobbered him, basically. Um, so we go in, and there's uh, a little cave there that had three wolves in. Um, so me using my stealth got a bit closer to see what the dealio was. Three wolves all chained up. So I was just like, 
we could get three sweet ass wolf companions here you know have like a whole little team of wolves that can come with mm. us and attack people and stuff but they thought it was it was safer just to kill them all so I was just like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> so I had to sneak around and like stab one of these fucking wolves through the heart and the, like, the DM started doing like the dying dog noise and I was just like oh don't do that that's fucking awful <laughs> So we killed all them things, and he's just like, I can't believe you killed them. I was like, I didn't want to. Right, that was bullshit. So we climb like with this. There's like a little chimney thing at the back of the back of the cave that goes up to a next level, but it's only a sort of small passage or whatever. So the people with the best strength, they, you know, you've got a, a better chance of rolling a dice, and with your modifier, you can get higher. So basically, the higher you get, the more chance you've got succeeding. So the higher the modifier you add, if you roll a ten, but you've got plus seven then it's a 17, which is really high, which means it will probably do whatever you want to do. So, climbed up this thing at the back. Um, I've got some rope with me, some sweet and nifty. So, they took the rope up with them, tied it on. We all scuffled up after them. And somehow, we managed to bypass, like, th this sort of, like, whole corridor of bad guys. And we just sort of scuffled up this wall and come into where the boss was. <laughs> but the thing is, because the whole sort of like, the way he, the, the, the dungeon master had planned it out is that we would have to fight through all of them and then when we get there, he'd be ready for us. So we basically just surprised this guy and he had no idea we were there. <laughs> so we were all sort of like hidden in a little nook and I was just like, okay, they're all sort of like, there's like the big bad dude, two of his dudes, and then a wolf that's sort of like his pet. Um, I've got two flasks of oil. So what I'm thinking is, I whip one of them in the fire that explodes and just sets everybody on fire in one big game. Might not kill them, but it'll certainly fucking damage them all. Mm. So it was just like, right, okay, well, it's going to be a strength roll for that. And I haven't got very good strength, so I had to give it to somebody else who fucked up on their roll. <laughs> so as they threw it, they beamed one of them in the back of the head. <laughs> Didn't break at all. So he's just sort of like, what the fuck? So the main sort of like big tank guy, he goes running out, boots this guy in the chest, spire style, straight in the fire, kills him. Um, and like the boss is like, um, he's, he, he just starts flipping out. So basically, the uh, the guy who threw it before, he's still got the, the, he's close enough to me for me to do the sort of bonus action of giving it to him. So he says, I want to have another go. I want to have another shot at throwing this thing in the fire. So I was like, well, you've just wasted one of them. And if I give you a second one, that means I'm out of oil. Okay. So he's just like, right, I'll tell you what, if I throw it, this, if I throw this one and miss, I'll pay you for it. <laughs> I'll give you five gold for it. And I was like, yep, sold. <laughs> so give him this thing. He wins it. He gets it in the fire. It explodes. Um, it sets one of the little minions on fire. It sort of stuns the boss dude, but he's not really in the way, so he's all right. Um, and then they sort of like start going out a bit more. You know, then they start, they, they take out one of the little minions and then they start sort of wailing on the, the guy. And then the, the boss gets off a, a, a shot on the guy that was winging the uh, the oil flasks. So he's got 12 HP, this dude on our party. The guy swings at him and takes him for 11 damage. So he's almost dead on the first, like this is literally the first time anyone's been actually injured and he's almost dead immediately. So he's sort of like stumbling around. Um, someone else sort of like distracts him and they take a few more points of damage off. Um, I sort of like slip around the, the left hand wall um, like jump out of the shadows, dip my uh, arrow in the fire, and put one through the back of his head. So this thing just goes boink, it's just like out in the front, just on fire, and he just splats down and dies. So I mean, although I, you know, I'm not a huge damage dealer or taker, when it comes to like finishing blows and stuff, I was nailing everyone. Like I started getting some really good sort of like accuracy rolls and things. So I was just like just straight for the throat. I mean, I was making sure that they were grim as fuck as well. And like, he's already got two arrows in the spine, this guy. So I just put one through the, through the back of his head. Um, so we sort of rested up there a bit. Our, our guy uh, got his got his health and everything back. Looted a bunch of stuff that was in there. Nothing great, but a few bits and pieces. Yeah. And then we went down to the... Um, but then the fucking priest guy, he was just like, I'll tell you what, I've got an idea. Cuts the head off the boss dude that we've just killed. <laughs> Um, and he's just like, I know that there's dudes down there, there's definitely dudes down there, and they know that there's someone, there's something, some, there was an explosion. They know shit's going on up here, right? So he cuts his head off, and then we take his head down, and then he just sort of walks out, does like an intimidating, uh, sort of like, uh, you know, your boss is fucking dead, guys. 
if anyone wants to bail out now, now's the chance. <laughs> so one of them goes, I'm out, and fucking just does one, legs it out, and then there's like a number two sort of like uh, lieutenant sort of thing on this like top, uh, there's like a 10 foot sort of wall, with like, a, like a little shelf sort of thing with yeah, like stairs yeah, yeah. coming down it. So he's on top of there, um, he gets pissed off, because, you know, well, they all do, because you've just sort of gone, well, here's your boss, and he throws the head at the, the number two. <laughs> um, and then everyone sort of, sort of, sort of, you know, they sort of piling out. A few of them uh, get uh, sort of smashed up, and I think one of them, in his own words, uh, was cut by a great axe from his ball sack to the top of his head. <laughs> so literally just cut him in half, like, wing, gone. Um, and then the number two jumps off the top wall, but because the DM's obviously rolling for him, he got a shit roll and had to take damage on himself. So he jumped off this wall, broke his foot, like he broke his ankle from the fall because it was like 10 foot high and he's only a little thing. So he broke his foot. Um, so I peek around the corner, sneak attack, arrow, and he's just like, okay, how do you want to kill this guy then? He's just like, I can't believe that you're just absolutely decimating literally everybody. Like everyone that we came up against, like, did absolutely nothing to us. So I put an arrow through this guy's head and pinned him to the back wall. Um, and then uh, we, we sort of finished off the last couple of dudes, rescued the guy that was up there, and he was just like, oh, you know, you, you fucking guys, man, you've sorted me out. Um, and then uh, we were going to... So I was just sort of like, well, pay us, come on. Just, we just saved your ass here, mate. You know, and you want us to take your fucking back as well. You're taking the piss. Give us some money. <laughs> and it's just like, well, everything that you got from that other room was mine. So you can keep that, I guess. And he was like, all right, you prick. So um, we, we come out of there. We go back um, sort of like into the cave a bit more. And there's a bridge there. There's, a, there's another little dude on the bridge. We kill him. And then we're making our way down to where the, the camp is. For the, basically, the guy that hired us was the guy that was ambushed at the start. So he's been taken away. So we know we're not going to get paid unless this guy's sorted out. So we're following this sort of dirt road down to where the camp is. And from there is where, where it ended. But we'd all leveled up by that point. So we're all level two. Wow. And it's, it's, and that was four hours worth of, you know, discussing. And it, I mean, it was, it was so much fun because it wasn't like super serious. Like everything was like really quite laid back and chilled and, mm. Um, I mean, the, he was still sticking to the rules fairly heavily, but not in a way that was a detriment. Yeah. So he's yeah. just like, yeah, yeah. You, you don't worry about how many arrows you've got. You, you know, it's, it's all right. You don't worry about food and things like that. It's okay. You know, this is basically an intro for everyone to sort of see if you get the idea of it, if you like it. Um, but yeah, it was it was fucking great. And one of the guys was even nice enough to buy a dice set for everyone that, that ah. came. So I, he's just like, pick which one you want. So I got a purple dice set. Hmm. Obviously, purple favorite color. Um, Could you know when uh, a guy fucked up the oil, the like yeah. the jar broke? Yeah, yeah. Because you're like acrobaticy. Could he not yeah. have thrown you? Well, this is the thing. And you, and you then about jump this. out the way. Uh, well, I was thinking like you know, if basically if, if the paladin ran out, like the big guy with the big armor and stuff. So basically, if you ran out and I like, sort of scuffled up him and then jumped over him, yeah. and then whipped it into the fire underneath me and then sort of went over the back. Yeah, that yeah, you could totally do that. But there's also a very good chance. He, I mean, don't forget. Miss. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even with a modifier, right? So say if they because that's a you know, there's a very there's a lot of detail in that action. So you, that's you going there, climbing up him, jumping off him, throwing that into the fire exactly right, and then landing on, safely on the other side. They'll go, right, okay, well, you'd need something higher than a 16. Right. So if that's only 16 to 20 that you've got, it's a very... So basically, if you fuck up and you get a 2, then as you go up his back, you fall into the fire, and you just lose half your... And I've got, like, 9 HP. Like, it, literally, if... if Pretty much anything higher than sort of a general bog standard dude hits me, I'm out, and and that's it. That's a long but yeah, I mean, <laughs> but um, what, one of the things we were actually talking about um th this morning was the fact that the the big paladin, the big chainmail armored up guy, he's got a massive shield as well. So what I said is because he's got like a two-handed weapon that he can use one-handed, and um, it's just like look, if we're basically stuck like in an open kind of area like a field or whatever because uh, my all my strength really comes from not being seen yeah if you were to like smack that into the ground could i use that as cover mm. like you know like a a, a, a portable shield uh what's it called 
you know the things like you get in the division like the oh, sort of like mobile yeah, yeah, defense yeah, yeah, yeah. things just like that you just sort of go pow stick it in the ground and i'll sort of just see behind, behind that it. and just yeah firing arrows from behind that and he's just like yeah if you want to and i was like yeah, that's so cool oh my god can that climb up his back and like get under his jumper like a kitten well, I just poke out the top yeah. and all my little eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, possibly. That'd but yeah, th that's that's the great thing though. Is just like it, it could have gone like the, the way that he thought that we were going to do it, we didn't at all. But it was it was seamless. It's like the fact that everything just sort of seemed to flow together so well. Oh, so I mean, it's a testament to him for doing a really good job. Mm. Um, but also, everyone was sort of working together. They were, they, yeah, they were taking it seriously in the sense that you know people. There were people who wanted to be there and enjoy it, but they did want to say, oh, well, I need to consult the rule book before we see if we can take this action and then spend 20 minutes actually looking as to whether that's possible without doing whatever sort of, you know. It, it, was, it was just really yeah. sort of, it was a really nice laid back kind of liberal adventure. And, and I know for a fact that everyone's up for doing it again. So once we've, because uh, that was the end of literally chapter one, um, so it was like that was four hours that's taken to us to a really good sort of stopping point actually um, so the, the we're, we're planning to do it at some point in the next couple of weeks or so I'm not sure when everyone's going to be free but when we do I will let you know what we get up to yeah because it's honestly it's so much fun sort of just coming up with crazy things to do because like the, the more mental that you can make it the more funny it is um, but also the more chance that you, there is that you will fail spectacularly. So you'll do a triple backflip to go and like do a max pain bow and arrow fire in, in someone's face, but you'll misjudge how far you were jumping and just yeah. slam into the wall and break your eye socket. This, so it's, <laughs> it's so cool. This podcast brought to you by Games Workshop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Warhammer's that's a step too far, I think. Yeah. I don't think I could go that far. But you just sort of, you know, just sort of making up an adventure. It's it's basically like an unwritten read your own adventure, uh, choose your own adventure. Sorry. Considering I spent a good portion of the last what ten years writing novels, yeah. I I have a very uh, uninterest in Dungeons and Dragons. Although it does, from what you said, seem like the kind of thing I probably would enjoy, but. I don't know, I think it's just the stigma that stuff like, like, like you said, like Warhammer and Dungeons and Dragons and that kind of thing. Um, I mean, I, I, I know a guy who he played like, like, like Yu-Gi-Oh and Magic the Gathering and that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah. And it's like, I just can't see myself doing it, but... Well, that's the thing. I, I really didn't see myself doing something like this either. No, it's it took me from... It really did surprise me when you said... You were gonna do. Yeah, it. I was like, it was just that the opportunity arose. It was just, it was just like you know, because he was a, you know, he's a big sort of nerd generally. You know, we're talking about games, we're talking about comics and stuff like that. Right. Um, and then he started talking about D and D, and I was just like, do you know what? It's always been in the back of my mind. You know, just sort of like a, what if? You know, what if I actually? What if it is good? What if it's something I'm actually quite into? I mean, but the thing is, though, everything depends on the people that you're doing it with. Yeah. Because I mean, basically, if you because this this could have been a totally different experience if I'd have just joined a, a random group that I'd applied for online or something, yeah. and they were just like, we're looking for people to join our group, and then you know they're all super strict or they're very dull or they're not very inventive or you know they're taking it far too seriously, mm. and you're just like, man, I'm not enjoying this because I've got to play by your rules. Yeah. yeah. Where the whole beauty of it is is that you don't have to play by anybody's rules. That's that's why you know. That's why, in some ways, it is better than you know, sort of like RPG video games, hmm. because you can still only ever do what the mechanics allow you to do. Whereas with this, you can you can literally do whatever you want, and it's it, it was great fun. Good. And I, if anyone's actually on the as I was kind of on the cusp of going, yeah, maybe don't seek one out because you might not know anyone, and it might be a bit sort of awkward. Unless you're that sort of super confident in it, then go for it. But if you've maybe got a few friends that are also sort of going, yeah, maybe, maybe, I'd say go for it, and just sort of give it, just give it a go, because you'll either enjoy it and you'll think, man, I want to do more of these, I want to see how this sort of adventure turns out, or you'll go, not for me, yeah. and that's it, and you haven't lost anything, and you Except can just go back hours. to. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, honestly, those four hours they fucking vanished, like for, for like, literally that sort of like what 10 minutes 15 minutes to explain to you what pretty much everything we did yeah yeah 
that was four hours worth of sort of rolls and luck and you know things going horribly wrong in the process and stuff and it, it's 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 a little just sort of it's a little experience mm. just for you and a few mates just to you know sort of have a bit of fun and that's yeah. that's pretty much all it is and I, I genuinely recommend it to anyone who might be interested well on that note Dan what is coming up on the channel that is not Dungeons and Dragons um I don't know Oh, well, there you go. Dungeons and Dragons it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what we're going to do after this podcast is we're going to sit down and... Do you know what? Sorry. You're, you're totally right. I'm absolutely buzzing my tits off at the moment. I told you. See, what did I fucking say? I don't, I don't know how this happens every time. We need to do like a podcast in reverse. So you need to get me all <laughs> What's the coming up on the channel? <laughs> and then just work our way to the news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need to set me off. You need to argue with me about something. Um... <laughs> We talk about something for 25 minutes, have a ramble, have a giggle, and then that's it, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm like an old car, you need to well, put a crank handle in and get it going. <laughs> <laughs> like a chainsaw. Yeah, you can't start it cold. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta tease it, you gotta You gotta it. tease it, you gotta tickle them balls. Um, yeah. We are, after this podcast, we're gonna sit down and well we're already sat down, but we are gonna Dan is going to talk me through Trictus, his Dungeons and Dragons goblin thing. It's not a goblin, I'm a fucking halfling. <laughs> halfling. Right? Half Jesus. goblin, half Chinese. No, they kept on calling me a gnome last night. I was like, I'm not a fucking, <laughs> a fucking gnome. gnome. gnome's about like a, a, a foot high. <laughs> Jesus. Has he got a fishing rod? No, although, to be fair, <laughs> if it was just like a garden gnome... That'd that be sweet sort of, like, as fuck. ...completely useless, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll be the gnome. That'd, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, okay, well... Yeah, you, you tripped over this. You've got one hit point. You died. <laughs> you made a porcelain. <laughs> yeah. um, but we're gonna we're gonna sit down. Dan's gonna talk through Trictus. I'm gonna yeah, see if we can call I'm gonna call draw him. Um, and then what we might do once it's finished is we'll sit down and Dan can point out all his features and stuff. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's still, <laughs> still very it sort of early. Like everyone's still kind of finding their feet with the character. Mm. I mean, people, it's still open to change at this point. By the so. time we do the next podcast, he probably won't like it anymore. I don't know. <laughs> actually, because I, I was really not too sure about some of the things. Because you're basically, I, I didn't come up with anything to do with the character or the backstory or the traits or the feats or anything like that. Because that's one of the main sort of things that you do in D and D in any of them is creating the character. Yeah. In the same way that when I'm playing an RPG like Fallout or, you know, Knights of the Old Republic or whatever, I'll spend a huge amount of time creating the character. Yeah. Because, you, you know, you either want something it. that reflects what you're going to do or someone that copies you, maybe, you know, in that sort of Sims or way. you want to be. Yeah. Um, and it's it's that sort of personal touch on it that, you know, gets you more into it and, uh, you know, you suppose you have more of a connection to the story, I guess, if it's someone that you have put a lot of thought into. Mm. Whereas with this, this was just a case of, you know, we're just going off pre- uh, filled in cards kind of thing um, there's all your stats and shit on there so have a look through it, see if you're alright with it but now that I've actually played with this guy for you know, what, four hours um, I'm kind of sold on him, Fair I'm enough. just sort of like do you know what, yeah, this is actually pretty cool you know, I can kind of be a bit gruesome and horrific, but then I've also you know, I'm, I'm super loyal so I'll be like, fuck everybody else, but my team, yeah, we're cool. So you're basically a goblin version, uh, a halfling version. Not a goblin. <laughs> a halfling version of Rocket Rocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, if, if I was making the tech as well, then I would be Rocket, exactly. I'm um, down with that. Yeah, I mean, oh man, maybe we we'll go for a... Oh no, we can't. I was going to say, what about if we just do a raccoon, but I don't think we can do that. Well, he's near halfling. Well, no, because I, I mean, that's a race. I, I say this as if I know what it is. <laughs> well, you're asking me like I do. Oh, yeah. Well, Google I just it. Know, yeah, I know they're rough sort of height and stuff. Anyway, um, GTA, fucking other stuff. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, we won't be doing... We've, we keep saying we're going to do the division, but we actually need to play it um, because we fucked up somehow and because Dan is like... Re- a lot higher level than me. All the missions I do now reflect oh, Dan's level. levels, so we're basically need to level. If, if anyone <laughs> genuinely has a way of sorting that out, because we tried doing everything that we can find on forums and stuff, and it just doesn't seem to revert it back no. to a normal level for you. Even if I play without Dan, there's still 
really high level enemies that I can't kill. <laughs> so if there are suggestions, then please feel free to comment below. Um, other things, we'll probably do some more paladins, some more gold knife source. Um, paladin for sure. Yeah. We did broforce last week. Um, that should have gone up. Um, and so yeah, we'll do some other stuff. Um, we've yeah, st sure. we still have our uh, PvP original short movie. Um, can we say the name yet? I think no. We'll, no, we'll save it. It's a surprise. Have you have you put it up yet? What's that? Are we talking about different things? We are. Um, my mine's PD. Oh right, yeah, no, that wasn't what I was no. about. Are you on about um, Starcom? Yeah, yeah, I'll get that up this week. Um, yeah. Star Check that out. Starcom is a brand new Star Trek sitcom. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Made by the people who did not make Star Trek. Yeah, and uh, it's alright. So, see what you think of the pilot episode. If it gets enough views, we will do some more. Um, you can check out all the stuff, as well as the upcoming stuff, on the website, which is www.podcastbasedplay.com or .co.uk. You can follow us on Twitter. Also, speaking of Twitter, um, at podcastbasedplayer, um, Obsidian, the fine people of Obsidian, uh, sent us a photo of the Archer Protocol t-shirt we sent them right. and they are hanging it in the Obsidian offices which is awesome yeah super proud so uh, they're going to let us know as soon as it's up it's in the frame and that it looks really fucking cool it turned out really well and yeah, if you would like to buy your own t-shirt you can go to the website and uh, click the little banner which will take you to the PvP store where you can buy all the PvP merchandise as well as stuff not related to PvP um, just because you might think it looks cool Yeah. Um, you can check out the YouTube which is youtube.com forward slash versus podcast versus player and uh, Instagram which is at podcast versus player Daniel yes. what is on your monitor which one do you want I'm going to go for right Okay, well, I'll tell you what it is because it's not really going to be relevant and there's no way in hell you'll get it. Um, I think it's a picture that you sent me of uh, uh, Rock Cox being rendered. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> um, hold on, let's see. What have we got? Well, we got a good one. No, that's someone you don't know. Okay, sure. You can have a go at that. Can I have a close? It's a, uh, it's a <laughs> screenshot. From your phone. From my phone. Uh, Could have been Zoe's actually. A screenshot. Yeah. I'm gonna have to have more than that though. It's a screenshot of something from an app. Pokemon Go. Yes. Oh what? <laughs> so you need to get the Pokemon now. Is it? You've only got what, what one in a hundred and fifty chance of getting the first <laughs> one. Hell. Bear in mind that this is a screenshot that's been sent by. I'm almost sure it's by Zoe rather than you. Um, Evie! Something that's, no. Oh. Something that's worth being screenshotted and sent. Did. Oh, I, I can't remember what Pokemon she had. Is it Scyther? No. Um, Jen's got Scyther, has she? Yeah, she had a Scyther. Um, can I have the type? Yes. Um, psychic. Psychic. Jinx. No. Oh. Um, what were the psychic ones? Was it Mr. Mime? No. Oh. You get one more. Oh, fuck. Can I have the colour? No. fuck's sake. I genuinely can't fucking think. Alright, yellow. Alakazam. Yeah! Yeah, I got it in one. Good job. No clues. Did she get yeah. an Alakazam? I'm pretty sure it was Zoe, yeah. I definitely didn't. No, because I didn't either. I'm pretty sure she was doing that to rub it in. I played it for like two weeks. And <laughs> yeah. Do me a favour, next time you see her, just give her a kick in the shin for me. <laughs> I said next time I see her, like, it's going to be a while. <laughs> yeah, it's about half an hour, yeah. but either way, just give her a kick. <laughs> anyway, on that delightful note, uh, thanks for listening, and if you are interested in Dungeons and Dragons and the sort um, we'll probably leave a link to some website or something that you can check it out I don't know sure why not why not bye <laughs> <laughs>